Welcome everybody to another episode of The Business Boys, episode 77. It's St. Paddy's Day. I'm dressed in completely gray and black, uh, but I do have a beer. It's not a Guinness. It's a Michalabaltra, uh, oh. but I've been a huge fan lately. Um, but of course, with me, as always, my main man, Spence. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, I think Michelob's like low calorie, so I think you're you're doing well with that. Yeah, it's low calorie, but it's actually pronounced. I think it's pronounced Michalab. Oh, okay. Is it like Swedish or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's American. Okay, but it is good. I like it a lot. It's my favorite light beer. It is but a solid I, beer. Yeah. I saw Miller Lite had a commercial the other day, and it was like a guy put like a a, a case of Michalab on the on the counter at like a like a depaner or C store if you're in the states, and. He, There's the no way owner, it's pronounced like that. Sorry, keep going. There's no <laughs> the way. owner was like, you know, Miller Lite is just one more calorie, and then the guy switched it. But like, I don't know. I I I, I don't know what it is about the Michelob, but I love it. They just go yeah. down so smooth, and it's not like pissed. Like it's not wat too watery. I think it has better taste than Miller. I think Miller's taste is pretty bad, to be honest. I usually just buy it because I like the slogan: champagne of beers, cool gold cans. Yeah, but yeah, man. Happy St. Patrick's Day! I am drinking a Guinness. Uh, it's delicious. It's crazy, man. I didn't even know it was St. Patrick's Day until this morning. Uh, just means we're getting old. Like five years ago, I'd be already blackout drunk by now. Yeah, but what? By yourself in your apartment alone? Like, I think it's yeah, also the probably. year. You know, we we might be playing beer pong right now on Facetime. It's true. It's true. But yeah, you you are right. With the bars closed, uh, although hopefully, man, vaccines rolling out. I'm getting optimistic. Oh my god, me too, man. Me too. I think. Uh, ah, I really think uh, Quebec are, are. We only have to be inside at nine thirty now. It's a blessing. <laughs> man, that's still so early. That's still so early. That's oh, it's so ridiculous. It's really, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But they're going to open uh, concert halls and theaters for some shit soon. There you go. Some, some kind of bullshit. Um, and plays, theater halls. I don't know what it was, but I can't, still can't, can't still can't see your parents. You know, it's forbidden. Hmm. Questionable actions by the Quebec government there, but, uh, you know, let's, uh, I'm, I'm not going to get too involved. I don't want uh, any angry politicians coming after here. me. <laughs> uh, what else has been going on, man? How's the basketball betting been going? Oh, I went through a tough slump, man. Gotta say, uh, you know, you go through the ups and downs. But mm. me and my boy, like, we have a good system. When you, when one of you is slumping, you ride the other one. And then, you know, what we do is we send invisible ink eye messages to each other of which our picks are, and then we unveil the messages so as not to be biased and then we discuss our differences and it comes out to to be good usually so i had two rough nights but last night i went seven for seven so i'll take it nice that's that's fire seven for seven hello yeah, the, the the pelicans almost blew it on me but uh they, they had plus two so we came out on top oh thank god because they blew that game um i was still happy because lonzo had like 17 assists just dishing dimes. I had him in my super draft last night. Very nice, very nice. Um, I had a heartbreaking weekend betting. I uh, I don't know. I decided to throw some money on UConn to win the Big East tournament. They lost 
they blew it against Creighton in the semifinals, which was, you know, dumb bet. I've ne- I haven't watched any college basketball. But then I had uh, Lee Westwood at 35-1 to 1 to win the golf tournament. 35-1. to 1. And he was like a four-stroke lead and uh, just kind of choked on Sunday, came second. So ah, that was tough. But, uh, you know, 35-1, to 1, didn't have too much money on that. But would have been a nice couple hundred bucks in the bank. Account. I had a free... Because I, I do so much fan duel, I had a free golf one, but I, I did I did shit. Yeah, golf's hard. DraftKings fan duel to uh, make lineups. It's a tough one. Jack Creighton, um, Creighton University. Don't even know sports, where that is. Yeah. We're coming on to arguably the best uh, mm-hmm. sports thing in all of sports in the world. March Madness. We talked about it a few weeks ago, but I think it's time. It's here. To make some picks. Let's do it. Does it start tomorrow? I think the playing games are tomorrow, and the actual tournament gets underway Friday. Play a play on. Yeah, man. Absolutely. All right. I'll let, uh, do you want to start? So let's do. Yeah, let's do a snake draft. Uh, each pick four teams, and then we'll score it like like the CBS scoring. I think it's one point for the first round. Two points for the second round, four points for Sweet 16. You know, we'll, we'll just use that scoring. Uh, okay. I'll put a big, juicy Michalob Ultra chug on the line. I will gladly. <laughs> I mean, I've lost every other one. What's going to change this time? Uh, I feel like you've won the last couple. You're on a hot streak. I did get the Bucks. There you go. The Bucks were good to me. I don't care. Right. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? It doesn't really matter. We'll just go one, 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 one. I think. Okay. You want me you to go? go first? Yeah, go okay. first. I'll take Gonzaga, the overwhelming favorites, and uh, yeah. just a cool name for a school. Okay, I, I will take <laughs> Baylor. Okay. I will take Illinois. Illinois. Are you writing this down? Uh, no, I will right now. Okay, I'm I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Okay, I got you as good. Gonzaga and Illinois, and I took Baylor. Uh, cool. I'll take uh, I'll take Pitsnoggle, Michigan. Oh, Jawan Howard in the house. I think where was he? Do you know where I'm talking about? Pitsnoggle. Do you remember that dude? Like no, many years I've ago. No idea who that is. He might have been Michigan State. Anyways, go ahead. Um. Okay, who am I going to take here? Okay, I'll take the Ohio State University. No! That was my next pick. The Buckeyes. Okay. Uh, if you're going to take the Buckeyes, I'm going to I'm gonna sweep in and take them now because they're my fucking boys. Uh, Psycho T, Tyler Hansborough, Carolina Tar Heels. UNC. That's, uh, they're a low seed this year. All right, my fourth pick's going to be kind of an outside shot to win it here. I'm debating between three teams. I'm going to go with them again. I'm going to go right back to the well and take UConn, the UConn Huskies. That's my last pick. Yeah. <laughs> take UConn, eh? Hmm. Okay, well, I guess I'll uh, finish it up with... Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take Houston. Ooh, I like that. I do like that. 
Five Slamma Jamma. Do we want to do we want to pick like one team that like have like they have to have like plus like ten thousand odds like a like a sleeper like a deep sleeper. Uh, well, I just bet UConn at forty two to one. I don't know if that's ten thousand. <laughs> that's like no, UConn's one, plus right? four thousand. Okay, so even man, I don't know if I have. I'm deeper than Here, that. I'll give you some names. Maryland, UCLA, Florida, Georgetown, BYU, the Q's. Okay, I'll Virginia take Tech. no, I'll take Georgetown. Patrick Ewing. They just won the Big East tournament. I think they might be like on a letdown after winning that Big East, but who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll will I will go with uh my high school basketball coach's favorite team and Carmelo Anthony, the Q's. Syracuse. All right. I like it. I wrote it down, too, just in case. Perfect. I'm going to bet money on all of these teams. Yeah. I already got Gonzaga a, a decent bet and UConn a small bet. I don't know if I'll do some more betting. Probably just going to go down the drain because uh, I've literally watched eight minutes of college basketball all year. Big but board, big whatever. left, baby. Yeah. It's just for fun. Put some money to make it more interesting. I also have a couple long shot uh, other bets I like for other sports. I'll throw them out, but uh, I'm liking what the Washington football team has been doing in free agency, bringing in Fitzmagic, um, some help to the defense. On my sports book in Canada, they're still 4.93 to 1 to win the NFC East, which they won last year. And I know Dak's coming back for Dallas, but they've uh, got a good defense, the magical one slinging the rock. 5 to 1. I mean, come on. Just to win the division, I, I like those. It's odds. a shitty division. Yeah, I also like Max Verstappen six to one to win the F one drivers champ. Red Bull's looking really fast. Uh, preseason testing. So, I don't. I don't know much about driving. Christian Wood back in tonight. Let's go. Um, let's see if Siakam gets back. Yeah, excited for March Madness, man. I uh, don't know how much I'll be able to watch, but uh, definitely be tracking our picks. Oh, I'll have it on all day. Work schmirk. <laughs> Love it. Shall we, uh, you want to get into some business news or did you have some other bets you wanted to throw our way? No, no other bets. Um, currently still working on some draft props. I've already bet a couple, but uh, the market still hasn't really opened up. You know, still got a couple, month and a half to the NFL draft. So stay tuned for that. Um, speaking of spending big money, there's uh, quite a madness going on with some of this crypto art and NFTs, crypto punks. You know, we talked about NBA top shots last week. Um, yeah, man, like this uh, digital art piece. What's it called? Five th- uh, every day is the first 5,000 days. The artist nicknamed the Beeple. Hope I'm saying that right. Mike Winklevoss. Anyways, it sold for $69 million. The third most expensive art ever ever sold. It's essentially like a collage of 5,000 different individual pictures um, that he's made over 13 years and posted. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... You can literally go on Google Images and check out the image if you want. But uh, some of them are actually really funny. The individual images are like political satire. There's... There's one of Trump, uh, it says Trump dominating COVID and it's Trump's face with like a naked chick's body and he's just 
literally dominating a COVID little COVID ball. So there's some pretty funny individual ones there, but man, that company some pretty cool ones. 69 milli for, for that. That's uh man. It just gets crazier every week. You know, Gronk starting uh, an NFT uh, line or collection, whatever of his cards and moments, his career. I saw people trying to sell like tweets as NFTs. Jack Dorsey saying he's going to sell his first tweet, donate to charity. We are in a boom and a half. Seriously. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on some of these art pictures like Shrek posing naked. Yeah, they're and... good, man. They're good. I, I, you know, I don't know if it's 69 million good, but uh, I'm entertained. Yeah. I might like print one of these out and try and convince my girlfriend to put it up in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I, I'll take some some odds on her side on that on that line if you're giving them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to win that one. Yeah. But yeah, some some pretty crazy stuff going on in the NFT crypto market. Um, feeling more good about my Ethereum investment as the days go on. But yeah, enough about that, I guess. And uh, why don't we talk about Jack a little bit, Dorsey? Because Square made a peculiar move uh, a couple weeks ago as they took a majority stake in Tidal Streaming Service. Um, I don't know if Jay-Z founded or is just like a major investor and partner, but uh, he will not have a board seat um, at Square and all him and Jack Dorsey are friends. So that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, Jay-Z on the board. I know uh, when I get the shareholder voting form to vote in the board members, I'll def- I hope it just says Jay-Z, by the way, on it. But I'll definitely be uh, voting to keep him on. It was uh, $300 million for a significant stake. Didn't really disclose. I didn't really know what Tidal Streaming Service was. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before because I never had. I, I never had, but it's it's the same price. It's a 30-day free trial, $9.99 every month after. Uh, 70 million songs, mixes and radio, hand-picked playlists. Looks like fucking Spotify. But supposedly it's like like hi-fi sound or something it's supposed to be like uh, high high fidelity sound high def video quality along with expertly curated playlists yeah i literally just wrote down it seems like a hipster or spotify yeah um anyways i i was so puzzled by the move at first i'm like what is jack doing like this guy but i think you know with square buying a bunch of bitcoin and they're kind of pushing to cryptocurrency with the cash app and that this, and just mentioned NFTs. I think it could be kind of a play on that too. Uh, Jack Dorsey tweeted, um, we want to help make the economy work for artists just as we did it for merchants, finding new ways for artists to support their work. So I don't know, like I know Kings of Leon is uh, releasing their next album as an NFT. It's the first one. So um, perhaps that is their strategy for the platform going forward. Um, but that will remain to be seen. It's it's not a lot of money for a hundred billion dollar company like Square. So um, I don't know. Pretty cool, I guess. On the whole, I, I thought it was stupid at first, but now I think uh, with the Bitcoin NFT play, I think it kind of makes sense in that regards. So when someone like I'm trying to figure this out, like when someone so an NFT is a non fungible is it fungible or fungible? I say fungible, but I'm an idiot with pronunciations. So what is that like? It's I would just think like of a, a crypto, mushroom, fungi, fungi. Anyways, fungi bull. If it's so, if it's 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 kind of like a crypto, but it's not because you can't like interchange them. So what does it mean that they're releasing an album on NFT? 
Well, I think it's like like a Bitcoin is a form of an NFT, but this is just like uh, like you can own like uh, artwork or, or actual content, like a card, uh, basketball top shots, something like that. I think it would be like a, like if you release it like a special edition version of the album that like a collector's version where maybe you get some like extra behind the scenes videos or like some, I don't know, like privileges to go see them in concert front row, stuff like that. Okay, and you can and and but like, where do you play the album? Like on your computer, I guess, or yeah, I'm assuming it's all uh, on your phone or comp. Yeah, makes sense. I feel like I, I could be wrong here because I really haven't dug too deep into it. I feel like it's when you get a Pokemon card and then some of them are first editions, and like yeah. super rare. It, it's like that in, in a sense. Makes sense, and you own it in some capacity. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that was the news out of Square, um, sort of Square competitor Stripe. I mean, they're not really competitors. Stripe is only online payment processing. I think Square does a bit of both, but uh, more of a physical uh, presence in that regard. They they had a new funding round valuing it at ninety five billion. That's fat, man. Most valuable startup. Uh, they're an Irish company. A couple Irish bros started it. So, uh, cheers to them. On St. Patty's Day. Mm. but yeah uh mm-hmm. whenever they go public it's going to be a massive listing that's for sure we had tesla in the news as well for this uh this new mega battery um i know you're the you're the tesla expert um keeping up to date with all the trends especially out of the two of us at least um do you want to kind of go over their their mega battery did you have much did you look into that at all? Well, it's supposed to be like a secret project kind of leaked out. Um, not too many details right now. It's a, they're building a 100 megawatt energy storage pro- project in Angleton, Texas. Don't know where that is. Somewhere in Texas. Uh, obviously, Texas just had uh, big issues with their grid where everyone was with, without power. So this will be the biggest one. They're using their megapat packs. Um Essentially, it just like helps stabilize the grid, right? Like you, you, you can store energy in there, and uh, you know if, if the grids go down, it, it kind of it could power up to twenty thousand homes on a hot summer day, type thing. So uh, Tesla Energy has been kind of ramping up. It's still very small with what I think it could potentially be, but they're starting to uh, really ramp it up. Like they're over 100% year-over-year growth, I think 200% in the last quarter for their uh, energy storage business. So uh, pretty cool if we can uh, see it in action eventually. It sounds cool. Anything yeah. with Mega in the title, you're building, <laughs> you're building it up for sure. Oh, yeah, big time. And then we had a few, um, a few big IPOs, uh, I guess, coming up. Uh, Rope. Roblox, which is a gaming platform. Oh, this one's for you, man. I'm I'm surprised you you're not all over this yet. I'm not. I've to be honest, I've been a slack a slacker when it comes to reading the news as of late. Um, but apparently, it's the future of gaming. That's what a lot of people are uh, betting on it to be. It's uh, essentially a, a gaming platform where you make an account you create an avatar and then you can play a diverse universe of games by dropping your avatar in whether it's a racing game or fighting game adventure game 
um, it, it's pretty cool. And its users kind of create the games. So it doesn't really develop its own games. It just allows yeah. like everyday people like you and I or people who actually know what the hell they're doing developing games to develop games on the platform and earn money from it. Um, so it, it's 31.1 million daily active users. Um, this is all from the S1. Growing 50% year over year. Uh, the user base, obviously the pandemic helped that. Most of them are under 13 though, so it's kind of uh, more for kids. And that's a little bit of an issue. Um, and 7 million users are creators, so they're making games on the platform. Almost like uh, the Epic, we are talking about Epic and the uh, Epic uh, developing platform like six months ago. Uh, developers get 70%. I think that's the cut. And Roblox gets 30%. The old App Store 30% cut. Um, you make money on the sale of the games or like in-app purchase, uh, in-game purchases, uh, character outfits, stuff like that. Using a digital currency called Robux, which is uh, one of them is equivalent to 0.0035 USD. I have a uh, thousand in the S1. A thousand fifty developers have earned at least 10k, while 250 have made over 100k developing games. Uh, solid revenue growth, good gross margins. Obviously, they're losing money. Um, no surprise there. By the way, this is a direct listing. Was an IPO. Great bookings growth. Uh, aggressive valuation, but uh, that's what's expected when uh, you know it's a it's a, got a great mode. It's a, a really good idea. I could see the appeal to it, and uh, just be interesting if they can kind of capture a bit of that older demographic uh, versus thirteen year olds. Because obviously, thirteen year olds they don't got their own money to kind of spend a shitload of money on the game. But uh, really cool company, and uh, yeah, obviously. It's valued at $42 billion right now. It's very, very aggressive, but it certainly has a lot of promise. They kind of look a lot like Lego characters. <laughs> I love Lego. Lego's great. But yeah, yeah it looks like really very cool company. simple little games mm-hmm. that you can just kind of pick up and play. And I'm sure you get, like, I'm sure there's you level up and there's tons of challenges and games you could win by playing other games. But yeah, I didn't realize... Um, like I was talking to a friend of mine and he works, he works with me and he was saying he developed like a, like a golf course in this game that he plays. Um, and I, I don't know what, I think it's like on computer, I don't know what platform, I think it's computer gaming, but he's like, yeah, and like there's this big like tournament hosted in Canada and I'm making, like I'm making the golf course, like one of the holes that they're playing on. And I was like, that's. Like I didn't, I didn't know like anyone can just like do that. I, I know not anyone can do it. Like you and I can't just like I, I wouldn't be able to figure that out. But if you're like pretty into PC gaming, like you could like you can make these courses, figure shit out. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So maybe it's a, a very a, obviously very emerging market where you know you have these like essentially your customers are also your your creators of games. I think that's a really cool idea, and I don't think anyone else is really doing it. So. Yeah, I think it's like uh, it probably makes more sense too as a developer. Like it's it's probably more beneficial to develop your game uh, on the Roblox platform versus trying to get it in the App Store and like get it high enough on the charts that people realize it's actually there. Yeah, it also like a little bit because it does look really cool, but it kind of also looks like a 2020 version of like the games I would play on my like 
expensive calculator in the middle of math class. And I long for those games. I, I miss Phoenix and, uh, you know, some of the other ones, Tetris, obviously. So some of those simple games are my favorite. Yeah, it's like, yeah, the more like, I, we've said this before, the older I get, the less I want to like, it's like, I don't want to be like the best at like this game. I, I tried with, with 2K and I was like, nah, like enough. Like, I just want to yeah. like lose myself in a game for a little bit. And, uh, Beat and my snake high score. Yeah. Snake? Yeah, I used to, you know, I used to play some mean games of Snake on the old school phones. Is that the one where you couldn't, like, you weren't allowed to hit your tail or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's a great game. Yeah, classic. It's a classic. Even, like, the the dinosaur game when your internet cuts out is pretty fucking solid. I don't know that game. Oh, yo, next time, like, your internet's down, open your browser, open, like, Google Chrome, and there's, like, you're like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you just press start, and, like... You jump over like cacti and shit, and you have to like <laughs> go under like pterodactyls. It's fucking great. That sounds great. I'll yeah. have to check that out. It'll make you sad that your internet's coming back. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. That's that's like a nut low when my internet goes out. Nah, okay, maybe I oversold it a little, but <laughs> no. I, hey, that's, <laughs> that's great, man. I need stuff to do besides read when my uh, internet's out. Yeah. Play, play some guitar. And then, yeah, we had another big-time IPO. Um, spelled Coupang, but I learned it's pronounced Coupong, Coupong, which is a sweet name. Pretty much the Amazon of South Korea. It was started in 2010 by a Harvard MBA dropout. Dropped out to start the company. Um, just had a huge IPO. Currently valued at $75 billion. It, it crossed $100 billion. Right after it, some early investors. SoftBank has thirty percent, I believe. I know Bill Ackman was like a day one investor. He gave, he said he donated all of his uh, shares, like a billion dollars, to charity. So good on, uh, good on Bill, an old favorite on our store, on our store, on our show. It's literally Amazon for for the Southern Asian market, especially South Korea. Like same day, next day deliveries. Uh, they have like 100 fulfillment logistics centers in more than 30 cities. Um, great revenue growth. It's almost doubled this year. Obviously, pandemic is a factor there, but uh, it's been growing, you know, 70, 75% year over year. Obviously, they lose money. No surprises there. Active customers around 15 million, which I thought would be a little bit higher, but uh, we'll see. It's still a pretty young company, only founded in 2010. And uh, yeah, they raised like $4.6 billion in sure enough they're going to use it to expand into food delivery and online streaming service so more like amazon and uh you know this works we saw it with mercado libre in argentina south america uh, be a hundred billion dollar company um alibaba pinduoduo jd.com in china so uh just copy what amazon's done so obviously worked and launch it in your uh in your country if they're not there lugal exactly yeah (laughs) yeah pretty solid um you know both of these new listings are really expensive but they're both good companies uh that's for sure wouldn't mind scooping some up on any sort of uh big pullback i think uh you you, that's a good bet for sure very nice 
Yeah. And we also have Coinbase yeah. coming up soon, direct listing, which is, uh, I think their last valuation is $68 billion. So that's going to be a huge one when, when that one comes up. And what's Coinbase is just a like digital currency exchange, kind of like Gemini? Is that Yeah, I think it's the biggest right? one in the States. Okay. It doesn't have so, the Winklevoss uh, gl- uh, glim on it, but uh, or the shine. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's uh, that's all I had for now. Let's. Uh, what else you got? I got not, I got nothing, man. Like I said, I've been a big sack of shit when it comes to staying up to date <laughs> with my news in the last couple of weeks. So I've been riding the Spency train. Always appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't want much. Work has been. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, on my on my mind more and more lately. But uh, always nice to catch up with you and uh, and see the news and get up to date. Um, obviously, lots going on. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the next few months uh, with the market and with COVID. Um, as people start slowly going back into work. Um, and, and, and you know us, we'll always we'll always keep you posted over here. Yeah. Was there, was there anything else you wanted to add on my? Uh, I mean, I think <laughs> very, very very low key <laughs> summary there. Hey, we gotta we gotta get out of here because we gotta make sure Pascal Siakam if he's playing or not. But I think yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe we should quit our jobs and look into this uh, crypto art, man. I don't know. Maybe we can make a uh, a good collage and sell it for a bunch of million. Yeah, I'm and really then, good. And then just bet, I bet basketball games for the rest of our lives. I was never much of the uh, the artiste. I I, I didn't take uh, art in high school. I opted for music to wail on the baritone. Oh, nice. Same here. But uh, it seems a little bit easier when you don't have to draw. Do yeah. some uh, graphic designing. Yeah. But yeah. That that's it on my end, man. Uh, looking forward to some March Madness and uh, hopefully get some winners. Yeah. All right, well, from all of us here at The Business Boys, thanks for tuning in as always, and we shall check you later. Peace out.